Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Sherpa The show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo If you're new to this type of work, we suggest you start with episode one If you're further along in your journey, well, you can jump over to episode 98. And if you are already a spiritual practitioner and teacher, well, just fast forward to episode 200 um, and that'll get you on your way. So with me, as always, to share her insights and wisdom is the spirit doctor herself, Kelly Sparta. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hey, Jules. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Still running around like a chick with my head cut off. But, you know, in the spiritual world, I guess that's normal. Not so much, but okay. Not so much, but okay. I was thinking chicken, like ritual, and I'm like, yeah, that it was funnier in my head. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, Kathy has her story about the 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 shadow cows and the chickens of light, but you know, you'll have to ask her about that story. I, I will. I will. I will. So. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to talk about crystal energy grids, crystal energy grids. Yes, I can talk really. Yeah. So, so, you know, this is good for whether you're dealing with your personal life or your business or anything at all. Right. So let's talk about what a grid is. So a crystal energy grid is the thing that helps you to hold an energetic and it powers the energetic. So you're you're connecting the crystals into an energetic grid pattern that allows them to fuel the energy of the intention that you've set at the center of the grid. Okay. So what that means is that you're going to start off with a bunch of crystals. Okay. You need a bunch of crystals for this. And when I say a bunch, you know, I would say you need between, you know, seven and 15 crystals for this. Um, you can do more if you want, but you know, anything above and beyond that is a little overkill, but 
what you want to do is ideally these are points, okay? Not globs or rounds or eggs or... Not tumbles or... Balls or temples, yeah. Okay. Yeah, ideally these are points. I mean, you can use uh, temples or uh, things like that if you want, but the challenge is that you want things to be pointed towards the goal, okay? The pointed towards the intention in the center. And so points are the easiest to do that with because you can just line them up all facing with the point towards the center. And now you've got all the energy going towards that center point, which is where you're putting the intention. Okay. okay so I'm going to have now, my, I'm going to have my crystal in the middle of the grid. So you will have a crystal in the middle of the grid, which ideally will be a, a, a solid, you know, like not just a single point, but like a, a piece of crystal with point with a point coming off of it or a tower or a, or your pyramid could go there too, right? So you want something that has upward movement to it because it's sending it out to the universe, right? So you want a crystal that has that sort of configuration that brings things out towards the universe, okay? And then you'll take your intention and you'll write it on a piece of paper and you'll stick it underneath the center crystal, Okay, and that's that's the center point. Okay, so that's a general concept. Okay, now you have enough knowledge to actually create a crystal grid if you wanted to. Okay, so what are we going to do for the rest of the episode? Right? Well, <laughs> well you're going to tell me: Are there certain crystals that I that are better than others to use for that center? And how do I not? Uh oh, these two crystals don't like each other, and I'm going to blow up my intention. You know. <laughs> I haven't found that. Ex- I, haven't, I haven't found that experience. But so, you know, the, the crystals that you choose are going to be dependent upon the, the intention that you're setting. Right. So, uh, you know, general crystals, if you want to uh, just generally give energy to a situation, then you'll use basic quartz crystals or amethyst or um, fluorite can be helpful for that. Uh, although you won't find a lot of fluorite points, you know, there, it's a soft crystal. So it's a, it's more likely to, to be in other formats. But um, if you are, so if your intention is to create something, then generally you will use energies of the crystals that are aligned with that creating. Quartz is generally a great one, Right. Um, amethyst the same, right? That's what we were just talking about. If you want to create love, you're going to want to add in rose quartz. You're going to want to add in rhodochrosite, right? Those are the love crystals, right? If you want to clear out, if you're trying to create health, then maybe some smoky quartz because smoky quartz is for cleansing and, and he, it, it, it clears out impurities, right? Uh, And you might want to use some hematite that removes negativity. Make sure you clean the hematite before you put it in there. Well, the thing about hematite is that hematite will collect negative energies until it's full, and then it will dump them all back out again. So you have got to clean that hematite regularly, if unless you want to get dumped on. No, that does not sound fun. (laughs) Right. So if you're going to use hematite in your crystal grid, make sure you're cleaning it at least once a week. Okay. And so that way you make sure that it's, that's done. And for the, I could hear people asking, how do I clean it? Okay. So uh, 
you clean crystals generally either by putting them in the sunlight or the moonlight uh, or by putting them in water or burying them on the ground or whatever. But be careful because some some crystals like calcite are water soluble. So you don't want to put them in water because they will just they will dissolve. Okay, so do a little research. There's a great book out there called Love and Love is in the Earth. And that book will tell you everything you need to know about every crystal out there. It's hundreds of pages and it's fantastic. Okay. That book is the Bible of crystals. Okay. And it will tell you everything you need to know about the crystals properties and you know, all of that. So, uh, but generally it's safe to put them into, so it's generally safe to put them in moonlight. Sunlight will fade some crystals like fluorite. Amethyst will also fade in some sunlight, so be careful. Putting them on the ground or burying them into the ground as long as it's not getting wet is safe for most crystals because they all come out of the ground, right? Um, so, you know, these are options for you. So when you're setting up your intentions, you want to set it up with whatever the intention is that you're creating. If you're trying to protect yourself from somebody, use obsidian, use um, garnet, right? These are things that are useful for helping to protect you. Onyx also is a protective stone. So, you know, you want to pay attention to what you're trying to create and you want to build in the right crystals to support that. Now, if all you have is quartz, it's fine. Okay. Don't, don't freak yourself out and think you have to buy a million crystals to make this happen. Okay. This you're, you're really, this is supplemental energy to support the process, it's not the be all end all. Okay, so don't panic if you don't have 50 different kinds of, of crystals, right? But usually, if you start working with crystals, you get a little crest, crystal happy and you buy a whole bunch of crap, right? You're just like, I got it all. <laughs> okay, so you guys can't see her, but she's holding up the book of stones and it has got all the little all the pocketbook of stones and it's got all the little tabs and stuff that she's put into it with different colors <laughs> along the top of it. If so, y'all, yeah. if y'all could see, <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of addictive. I'm just saying, if y'all could see my office right now, there's crystals everywhere. If y'all could see my living room, you know how you have like, like the, the, the little ladders, like, but it's a piece of furniture. So mom had, you know, because she's like Catholic background, she has all of her little statues and everything. Yeah, well, now the statues play with the crystals because it's all it's all together there. And mom was like, those are my crystals. They just stay with me. We have them. We're in the bedroom, the bathroom. I mean, just everywhere. They're on mama's coffee table. They look they, they mm-hmm. mama's all into mm-hmm. it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Once you start with crystals, you tend to get a little crystal obsessed. So uh, and, you know, they can be quite pricey. So depending upon where in the country you are. So, you know, I'm just going to say some basic, simple, cheap ass quartz points will do the trick if you need to have a starter. OK, and the more you upgrade them, the bigger the crystals you use, the better you you hone the crystals to the right uh, energies for what you're trying to create, the better the results are going to be from the, the crystal grid that you set up. Okay. Now you're going to set up this crystal grid and then you need to power it. You need to start the energy flowing. Okay. So the crystals are all going to face in towards the center of the grid to this, to the intention that you're setting on the piece of paper. You're going to put the, the single 
crystal on top of it that goes up and towards the universe. And then you're going to look at that and you're going to put the, you're going to take the energy of the intention that you're holding. You're not just charging the grid. You're holding the intention that's on that piece of paper. You're going to hold that intention and you're going to put a whole bunch of, of energy towards that intention into the grid. You're just going to channel all of this energy. And okay, how do you channel it? How do we do anything in magic? We intend it, right? (laughs) Yes. So what you're going to do is you're going to open to to the universe through your crown chakra. You're going to pull the energy in. And then you're going to send it out through your hands to the grid with your intention attached to it, right? Now, let me be clear. Your intention should not be 50,000 words. An intention is not, I want this and this and this and this and this and oh, and it has to be like that and that and that and that and oh, and blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. It needs to be a single sentence, not a compound sentence. There should not be ands, buts, and ors in it, okay? A single declarative sentence. And that means that you need to get it down to the essence of what it is. And that's the important part here because... You know, you can charge this grid all you want, but if your intention is all over the place, the energy is going to be all over the place, right? So you want to be really clear. Let's talk about intentions for a minute, okay? We did an entire podcast on intention setting, but it's been a long time. So we're going to go over it again. So an intention needs to be a single declarative sentence. The shorter, the better. I want a new job. I want a new job, yes. Or... I I want a new job that will make me happier than this one. Okay. I want a new job that will make me happier than this one at some point in the future. Not at some point in the future. (laughs) But why? So, so, okay, here's, here's the thing, right? At some point in the future, it could be 20 years from now, right? Right. You don't want to say that. Yeah. Don't want to say that. Right. So, um, and, and I want a new job is going to bring you more wanting too. So it's, I have a, a new job that I absolutely love. That is a better intention. Ah, okay. So you state it as though it's already happened. So it's already happened. Okay. So I have a new job that I absolutely love. Now, here's, here's the other challenge, right? You can love it, but it, can't, it may not pay you. Well, that doesn't work. <laughs> I have a well-paying job that I absolutely love. Okay, this is getting better. I have a well-paying job that I absolutely love. Would you love it if it made you work 60 hours a week? No, been there, done that. Okay, so then we don't have to worry about putting a timing on it, okay? If you're somebody who doesn't mind working 60 hours a week, you may need to put a timing on it, right? If your family is complaining that they don't like you working 60 hours a week, then you may need to put a timing on it because you won't, you won't, you'll still love it even if it makes you work 60 hours a week. Right. So that's so I would say with no overtime about you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, for you, I mean, for you, you don't have to put that in there because you wouldn't absolutely love it if it made you do that. Right. So you don't have to worry about adding that in. But somebody who would still absolutely love it if they were working a lot of hours, they might want to put that in if that's something they're going for. Right. So you, this is what I'm saying. Don't add anything in that doesn't absolutely have to be there. So I have a new job that I absolutely love. I have a new well-paying job that I absolutely love. 
Now, you write that down on your piece of paper, you put it underneath your crystal, and now you sit there, you open to the universe, you get really still, you open to the universe, you pull your energy in, and you put the energy into the crystal grid saying, I have a new well-paying job that I absolutely love, and you feel the love for it. You feel the excitement for it. You feel everything that is awesome about it, right? And you feel into the energy of that and into the having of it, not the wanting of it, the having of it. And what you're doing is you're programming the universe. This is a computer program and you're energizing it using the energy from the universe to send that computer program out into the universe over and over and over again so that it will then imprint upon the rest of the universe around you and create the reality that you're calling into being. So you want to imprint it with everything that you want. I love it. It's amazing. I get paid well. I enjoy the work. I love, I love the commute. I love everything about it. You know, where you're just like, oh, 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 what do I love about it? And so, you know, act as though you're already there and you're telling your former self how awesome it is. So we're breathing it, we're, we're, we're feeling it, I'm smelling it, I'm just everything. All of it. And then when you felt it fully and you feel like it's going, what I want you to do is I want you to take the energy out of your body that you're running. You're still running the circuit of the, of the crown chakra to the hands. And I want you to see it slowly pull out of your body and away from your hands and just connect that circuit from the universe straight into that crystal grid and let it keep going. Am I shazamming the entire crystal grid or am I concentrating on the middle one that'll no, feed to the, the others? Whole the whole grid. thing, right? Okay. Yeah, because the crystal grid itself is set up to, to amplify what you're already putting in. Okay. And so the important thing here, though, is if you've got kids or a housekeeper, you got to get them to stay the hell away from that grid. <laughs> okay. Because if you move a crystal out of the grid, you break the pattern, you break the energy that's going in. So if you have an earthquake, if you if your kids run into the, the table that it's on, if your housekeeper decides to dust and you move a crystal, you're going to have to redo the thing. If your cat takes a walk across it. <laughs> your cat takes a walk across it. Yes. All of these things will impact your crystal grid. So, you know, I highly recommend that you put them in places where these things can't happen. Um, and if you have cats, this may not be for you. So... <laughs> You could put it in a closet, but that, that has its own energetic to it, right? Put it, put it in a room and close the door and keep the cats out. That'll be fine, right? In a closet, probably not so much. The energetic isn't, the, the energy doesn't move in that room. So, but you get the point. Okay, so this is the general concept. So you want to stay away from negative words, like I don't do this or I don't do that because, mm, right, not so much. Uh, things like losing weight, for instance. It just um, popped into my head. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so uh, things like losing weight, it, you don't say I, um, I lost 40 pounds or whatever, right? You say I am, you know, X weight. You know, I weigh this much and I'm so proud of myself for the journey I've taken to get here. You say that instead of 
I lost because that implies that you need to find it. And think about that one. Okay. All right. Okay. Now I don't want to find, I already found it. <laughs> yeah. I found it one time too many. Yes. I found it one time too many. Menopause found it for me. Good God. Yes. yes. Yeah. And we don't want to find it again. We I, want I, it to be I gone. I really don't. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to find it again. So you get words matter, right? The way that we phrase things matters. And I'll go back to the example I used in the original podcast, which is, um, you know, my friend who said, I want to live in a magical house. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> No, you don't. You don't want to live in a house where every door you open goes to a random location where entities may wander through your house at any given point in time and mess with your life, where, you know, there are energy vortices that that may shift the structure of reality in, in your, your space so that you're in one time zone in one space of your house and another time zone in another space. Don't laugh. That happened. Okay, that happened. There's a reason that we had a rule in the magical house of, you know, there's no mucking about with time and space within the confines of the property. There's a reason for that rule. Okay, so, you know, you don't want things where doors and windows to other dimensions open of their own accord on a regular basis. You know, you just you don't want any of that. Right. Julie, no, I don't want any of that. I'm like, right. Take it back. Take it back. That is that is too simplified. You know, you want a place you want to live in a place where a lot of people who are of magical background and, and inclination come together in community that is what you want. She's like, yes, that's what I want. Okay. Be very clear in your communication. <laughs> you know? In a healthy so, community. Cause you don't want a toxic a health- one. <laughs> Thank you. I was just, you plucked that one out of my head. I was just about to say that. Go so, me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, all of these things and more, right? So, you know, when you're stating your intentions, you want to be really clear with your language and and ask yourself, is there a different way that this could be interpreted? Because especially if you're doing any work with the Fae, they will fuck it up for you. They will say, oh, you want this? We'll do it this way. And those are the words you asked for. It's like, you know, that wasn't what I meant. But you said, but you it. said it. And they love loopholes. Oh, they love the loopholes. Yes. Oh, they, they love, love the loopholes. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah. So, Speaking from my own experience. <laughs> There's a reason that I have an attorney friend who says I write excellent contracts. He's like, I'm a litigation attorney and I can't find any holes in this contract you wrote. I'm like, that's because I'm a magician. <laughs> And I have to look for what all could possibly go wrong <laughs> before I go into doing work. And so, you know, <laughs> you get a lot of practice. <laughs> all right. So I, I think that's everything that I want to share with you today. The the one that, you know, my Kellyism for the day is going to be, um, be careful what you ask for, for you will surely get it. Um, and happy manifesting. Yes. <laughs> Well, y'all have fun with those crystal grids. <laughs> watch out! I'm just saying, watch. Would would it be good to like for when you have your intention, find a magical friend and you know say, how does this sound, and and kind of bounce it off of people to see. Yeah, that would be a really good idea if you've got somebody who's who's good at that. Um, the other thing I want to mention is that this is particularly good for uh, helping you manifest with your business. 
So especially if you have a hard time, if, if you're, if your energy is fully integrated with your business and you are your business, um, what that means is that all of your garbage and limiting beliefs and beingness is bound up in your business. And so this is a way to sort of circumvent that until you can shift it. And so, you know, this is a great way to set it up. And uh, I did this for many years where I used a crystal grid to support my business. I left all my crystals in Richmond, so I'm not doing that now. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I did this for many years with my business to, to support the business and bring in extra cash. Now, uh, with crystal grids, what about taking them down? So let's say you have it for business for, I'm going to make it up. I want to bring in these types of new customers, right? Or something. And then, okay, now you got that. Now you want to change it and use use the grid for something else. Um, What about deconstructing it to then use it for something else? You take it apart, take take the intention out and burn it, and then cleanse all the crystals before and and then cleanse the the space that you set it on by smudging it and you know literally wiping it down because it's probably dusty as fuck um so you know clean the space and smudge it and then then reconstruct the next one all right well that's all that we have time for this week folks so tune in next time when kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy magic and the spirit world i'm jules here with kelly sparta and you have been listening to spirit sherpa so long y'all bye driving down the road eyes on the horizon within my car i'm all alone but feeling good and feeling strong knowing that this path i'm on brings me to myself i'm driving Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.